All right. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Divinely You podcast. We are back. It's 2021. It's a number five year. By that, I mean, if you add up the digits 2021, you get the number five. That's how we determine that. And so, um, yeah, this whole decade's going to be going to be a little nuts. Um, so it's a beautiful thing, right? It's like the collectives in the middle of a transformation. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so welcome to the Divinely You podcast. My name is Sarah Waggle. I am a leadership coach, Reiki practitioner. I'm an author. I am a fitness and nutrition enthusiast, and I'm an accessible tech hobbyist. I'm also an artist and a crafter. Um, so you can find me on my website, sarahwaggle.com, and all the upcoming events I got going on. Um, really stepping it up this year with a lot of cool new stuff, which I'm going to talk about in the next episode. So stay tuned. Um, there will be a couple of episodes here in a short space of time. Um, but today I wanted to talk about, um, some of the lessons, um, we can take from 2020 into 2021. Um, so I wanted to, and then I'm going to talk about, um, my word for 2021. And so I'll talk about, you know, the concept of, of the word and whatnot. So let's talk about the lessons from 2020 that we can take to 2021. So I'm going to talk about pivoting, resiliency, prioritizing, and personal authority and sovereignty. So let's talk about pivoting because 2020 was almost like a beta test or a dress rehearsal for 2021. And so we practiced pivoting, right? Because things closed down, our businesses changed, our, 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 our um, health and wellness changed, the way we shop changed, you know, how we acquire goods and services changed, um, how, our, you know, how we self-care how we care for each other and, and, and ourselves, you know, our communities, everything sort of changed and shifted. And the question is, were you able to pivot along with it? Or did you find it upsetting and challenging? And there's no right or wrong here. It's just some places to look. Um, I know for me, I, I was fine until I, it was the middle of summer and they shut down the, the gyms and the pools again. And that's when I lost my shit. <laughs> um, because I count on those kind of places for self-care, well-being, socialization, um, that sort of thing. And so, you know, you kind of cut people off from that or cut me off from that and I... I, I, I literally don't know, don't know. Um, but even then I wallered in my, my victimhood for a minute and then I, I got my shit back together and I created a way to exercise, to keep going with exercise as well as socialize, as well as, you know, connect with other people. And so, um, you know, we saw business, businesses pivoting, businesses, <laughs> We saw businesses pivot. You know, we, we saw restaurants that were able to do takeout um, or, or delivery or, you know, curbside pickup. 
we saw stores that were able to do curbside pickup or, um, or, or in-store pickup. So you could just make an order and then go and pick it up. Um, we saw some stores that were already doing that, but we saw that more from, from other businesses now as well. We saw a lot of services move to an online format. Um, you know, we, we use things like zoom and video chatting, um, or video conferencing to, um, maintain, you know, workflow, um, which I found very helpful because a lot of the programs that I was connected to in both California and in Illinois, I was able to pick up again because they went online. And so (laughs) it was kind of perfect. Um, so we saw a lot of pivoting and, which always makes me think of um, Friends, and if you've ever seen Friends, there is an episode where um, Rachel and Chandler are trying to help Ross move a couch into his apartment, and and <laughs> Ross is yelling, "Pivot, pivot, pivot!" Um, and I felt like that's what 2020 was. It was like learning how to pivot, um, and learning how to keep pivoting in order to be successful or to be well cared for or whatever it was. So pivot. So think of friends. Um, (laughs) Or don't, if you don't like friends. Uh, It hasn't aged very well, so I completely get it. But I still thought that part was funny. Uh, Resiliency. Okay. What did we learn about resiliency versus sustainability? And this is going to be even bigger in 2021. Um, you know, what, what do you think about when you think about resiliency? It's the ability to bounce back or the ability or sustainability, the ability to, um, um, you know, maintain a certain level of whatever, uh, you know, if you eat sustainably, right, eat sustainable food, you're fuller longer, but in a healthy way, not like full, you know, bloated full, but you're full, um, you know, enough to, to go ahead about your, your daily activities. And so resiliency then is like the, the act of like, you know, being able to, uh, bounce back or, um, sort of like a rubber band or elastic, right. Where it can come back, right. That's, that's resiliency. It goes without breaking. And if you've ever had, if you've ever lived in a humid environment, rubber bands don't last very long. They're not very resilient. They break because the humidity take, you know, takes away the elasticity. And so, we have resiliency and sustainability, um, you know, and, 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 and just to invite you to look around at your own environment, how sustainable is your environment? How resilient is it? Are you reliant upon resources that could go away? And are you reliant upon resources without looking for other options? Okay. For example, if you're someone who uses public transportation, this is a fairly easy example for me. Um, I, you know, am I prepared if the public transportation system shuts down? Am I prepared with public transportation if the person who I use, who drives me isn't able to drive me? Am I prepared, you know, with, with options to get food, right? Like grocery delivery service or whatever. Am I close enough to a grocery store? I can walk to it, for example. So sustainability. Um, and I, I think this is going to be, you know, an even bigger thing in 2021. How sustainable, how, re- how resilient is 
You are your systems, are your personal systems, your financial systems, your um, your work life, uh, your 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 ability to get what you need, get your needs, you know, taking get your needs taken care of, and all of those things. So that's another place to look, especially in twenty twenty one, as things start to really shift big time. Is what is sustainable, what is resilient, and what are you? assuming will always be there and maybe it won't always be there so if you've got a structure in place and my this is very advicey uh is ensure that you have options for other structures that you may need because even if you think that what the what you have is sustainable or resilient maybe it's not so that's a, that's a big one to me. That's a big one. Cause that's like a, you know, know your options, learn as many options as you can type of thing. Okay. Let's talk about prioritizing. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit with pivoting and with resilience. We'll talk about it again with personal authority and sovereignty, but I, I thought making it its own category, you know, we, I, personally really learned what my priorities were like what did I really need in life um you know and movement was one of them self-care has always been a priority for me at least for the last you know decade um so prioritizing like what do you really need do you really need to travel do you really need a vacation do you really need this or that or the other thing um you know a lot of communities have seen food shortages or even product shortages in general regardless of what that looks like whether it's food clothing or otherwise they've seen shortages even service shortages right uh, a lot of um you know a lot of service providers like massage therapists um and whatnot have not been able to work and so we we were able to prioritize or at least take a look at our priorities and determine what are the best, you know, what, what might be the best order in which to have our priorities. So again, and just another place to look, um, personal authority and sovereignty. I did a three part series on personal authority with regard to physical, mental, and spiritual. However, I learned the word sovereignty this year and I thought it was really important and I want to credit it. If you are someone who is curious, I got the word, um, I mean, it's obviously in, in our English language, but I got the word from Erica Othen, um, who is a uh, uh, astrologer on the High Vibe Network. So highvibe.tv. If you're not familiar with that, that is one thing that's something that I have followed fairly closely this year. They have many astrologers and spiritual guides and whatnot. Um, it's run by the Leo King. Um, he's an amazing astrologer. He's very blunt. Um, and he has several people on his network. So Erica Othen is one of them and they do a lot of feminine, um, um, feminine shows and programming on highvibe.tv. And, um, and she brought that word up so many times this year to the point where I finally had to go look it up because I didn't even know how to spell it. <laughs> so I went and looked it up. And one of the definitions that stood out to me was self-governing. Self-governing. So what does that mean? 
self-governing, not unlike personal authority, is one's ability. This is my definition. I don't know. Look it up in the dictionary if you need to. But this is my interpretation. Um, one's ability to make choices based on gathered information. Okay. So what does that look like? First of all, I don't take anything at face value. I always have questions, regardless of what it is. Okay. I always have questions. Um, I never take the first answer. Um, you know, if it's a diagnosis or, you know, a financial option or whatever it is, I hardly ever take the first um, answer. I always want to know more information. I also always want all sides of it. And I'm going to dive in a little bit here, but I started to research a topic at the beginning of 2020, um, not because I wanted to take that per that side, but because I wanted to know and understand why that, that, that topic was so hated. Um, and so I wouldn't say I, I am in any way a, a supporter of that topic or a non-supporter of that topic at this point, but at least I feel more educated about it. And so the one thing that was very clear in 2020 was censorship and, you know, censorship on social media, censorship in the news and all of the things. And so for me, personal authority and sovereignty, it is my responsibility to get news from as many angles, even if they are wackadoodle right? I have read some pretty crazy shit because <laughs> I read all kinds of weird resources or I listen to some weird podcasts to get information and take it and do with it as I choose or I see fit. That means that That means that we're all going to trust and believe things differently. And it's perfectly okay. There is no need to fight about it. Because each of us has our way of believing. Okay? So... But the thing about, for me, about personal authority is knowing that I'm getting all of the information or not all of the information. And when I see the word censorship or I start seeing things being censored, I, my spidey senses go up like, ooh, what the fuck is somebody trying to hide? What's being hidden from me? Because it's not anyone else's space to say what should be censored from me. Now there might be, let's just say it's a movie, okay? And it's a, it's, um, I'll just, I'll just use this as a perfect example, okay? So I'm not a shy person about cursing or using the F word or whatever. However, there are movies I don't like because this, every other sentence in the movie has the F word in it. And I can honestly say I don't need it to be censored because there'd be no point because it'd be every other freaking word in the movie. But I can safely say I don't like that movie because I don't like when people use 
fuck as a comma, basically, right? There are definitely times to use the word fuck, but when it's in every other statement, and I definitely have my moments when I'm, when I'm, when I'm all hyped up about something, I probably drop a lot more F-bombs than I realize. (laughs) So I I don't want to, I don't want to create this, like there's something wrong with it or whatever. I'm saying that it is my choice and my responsibility to censor what I want to censor from me, myself, my surroundings, right? This is a boundaries thing, right? It is not anyone else's responsibility to say what information I do or don't want to hear because I want to hear it all and I want to make my own conscious choice, right? to, to say whether or not that information supports my belief system or not. Okay. So personal authority and sovereignty, you cannot do that if you're depriving yourself of information. I suppose you can, because you're putting up a boundary. Like I'm not even going to hear that source. I, I guess you can. Sorry. There's no right or wrong here. My bad. Okay. Um, But I I do invite you to be open to reading alternative news sources, whatever it looks like. I'm telling you, I have read for the last 10 years, I have read and watched some wonky shit. (laughs) Like, what? I don't even believe some of it. And some of it, I walk away like, to each their own. (laughs) Right? Right. It's, 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 you know, if you think about like uh, the, the men and women who have multiple spouses, because that's how it works in there. Or, or, or um, Christmas is a perfect example. Or Thanksgiving, right? That's not everybody's holiday. It's, it might be yours and it might be mine. Maybe it's not yours and maybe it's not mine. Right? But that's sovereignty. That's personal authority. It's having the, 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 the authority of yourself to say Christmas is not my holiday. I'm going to go grocery shopping today, or I'm going to go do this today because it is not my holiday or it is my holiday. And I'm going to honor the birth of Christ because that's what this holiday is for. Right. Okay. So sovereignty and personal authority. I, I could go on and on about that forever because it's become a very powerful topic for me personally. Um, I think that it's a, it's a way of reclaiming your power. It's a way of owning your power to make choices for you. Um, and so, um, but I, I think like the thing to think about is that if everyone has personal authority and sovereignty, then they have the ability to choose how they want to be. And it's okay. Like there's a level of acceptance from all of us about each other. Okay. So, So those are the lessons to take from 2020 into 2021. Pivoting, resiliency, prioritizing, and personal authority and sovereignty. Okay. So um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I I wanted to make this all one episode. Um, My word for 2020 or 2021. So the last, uh, at least last year, I don't think I did it before that. Um. Well, I think I did in 2019, but it was a term. It wasn't a word. So in 2019, it was drastically different. And I downsized the hell out of my apartment and I packed a suitcase, a backpack and a duffel bag. And I got on a train and went to California. <laughs> um, 
it had a blast. I enjoyed it, but it didn't work out. And so in 2020, I said, okay, now that I know what life is like in a different place, I need to find my alignment. So 2020, my word was alignment. And I, I released a lot. I let go of a lot. I grieved a lot. And so, um, but every time I let something go that no longer aligned, it, it, it allowed space for things that do align, whether it's people or, um, places, right? Cause I left California in 2020 and I ended up in Arizona and, uh, love it here. Um, and so I choose a theme and I usually choose in December. I don't usually know what the year holds. Um, but it, the alignment helped me release and grieve and re and, and let go. And it allowed me to get out of my victimhood when I was upset, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, so <clears throat> what is my word for, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a tickle in my throat. What is my word for 2021? Taking a drink of water. The word for 2021 is community. Now, my current definition of community is people supporting each other in an environment where all needs are met or as many as possible um, and all of the things. Now, what I can tell you uh, about what I feel intuitively about this stretch of time is that there are some, there's some aspects of our language or current language or current words that, that will shift, right? They cannot contain the ascension that's happening or the shift that's happening. Okay. And so, um, community is the word, but I think what I feel inside me is that the definition will change because to me right now, the, the definition is supporting each other. Like I said, having the environment, um, and space that one needs for, you know, regular, um, for regular support and, and to have their needs met. But I feel like there's something more to it than that, that I don't know yet. Um, and so I do believe that community will create a shift for me. I'm building a community um, with my monthly program. Um, and so I feel like there's more to it than that. But whenever I asked my guides for the word, they said community. I don't think that it's the community in which I currently know the definition of. I feel like it's, it's going to be more than that. So, um, stay tuned. There will be another episode this week, um, about the monthly program and what's going on with Patreon and Facebook and MeWe and other new things. Um, and so thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that this episode found you well, uh, and that you have, um, that you gained something from it. So please feel free to connect with me. You can find the Divinely You podcast on Instagram at Divinely You Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, S-E-W Coaching. 
And um, thank you so much for tuning in. Please join me on Patreon, patreon.com slash divinely you. You can subscribe there and I'll give more information about the monthly program and how it's developing and amazing things that are things that are going to come of that in the next episode. Take care, lovelies. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in.